nurse's station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hello, everybody. It's Kat. And you got on the elevator on the first floor. You push a button for 10, and it's going to go all the way up to number 10. And it's going to be like, doom, doom, doom. And we're also not going to be able to get, like, the, the, the microphones in there very well for the conversation. So all of the sound is going to be, like, echoing off of all of this particle board. And it's going to be slightly awkward. <laughs> with Carly and Sonny talking to each other in the elevator going to visit Sasha and Brando. I didn't notice it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's something about scenes in the elevator itself where the sound like just bounces off the set before going mm -hmm. into the boom mic. That just makes mm -hmm. it sound completely different. Does it sound like candy or something? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. I mean, okay. to me. I didn't notice To it. me. To me it does. I but know. hey, you, you know. Your observation hat is on much tighter than mine. <laughs> I also just watched it maybe 15 minutes ago, so that, that was a big That's help. true. You, you typically do watch Friday right before we pod. I gotta have and something fresh, 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 fresh in my brain for this thing. Yeah, it would help me too, but I cannot wait that long. I could rewatch it though. I've done that before. Yeah. Especially on good episodes. ones. Yeah, the episodes where I was like, oh, man, that was good. I've watched it twice. A few times. Ring, ring, ring. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. My, my phone is ringing. The cell phone right here. See, I had two, you know, one of them for personal calls. And the, 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 the business one, it's on the counter. It's, it's ringing. <laughs> Hello. Cyrus. Cyrus Renault, what are you doing calling me, man? <laughs> so Cyrus is back on the... Um... <laughs> I know. Here, here, here's, here, here's, here, okay. One, number one, love Cyrus and no. Happy to hear him every couple of weeks calling Sonny and just turning the screw every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing, oh, the biggest thing, Cyrus, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the biggest thing. <laughs> Too easy. So, it was so funny, though. Too easy. Uh, <laughs> um,. <laughs> The, the thing about uh, the thing about it is Cyrus Cyrus knew about Jason's death immediately. You know what that means? You know what that means? He's he talking to Peter. He's either talking to Peter or he's got ear balls inside mm -hmm. the WSB. Oh, that's true. Maybe even a Victor Cassidyne might be on his side. Oh my word! It could be true. I you am know. hoping for Victor, to be honest, more so than Peter. The whole Victor character, I love his character. It's so over-the-top, ridiculous, old-school Cassidyne. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if good. Charles Shaughnessy is like a fan of that. You know, he's old. He's seen it. I wonder if he's a fan. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know anything about Victor Cassidyne. He could do our show. Come on. <laughs> I, I would, it would be so hard for me to not just be like, oh, so Charles, tell me all about your career. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he would take too kindly to that. I know that you were on this little show called The Nanny. <laughs> Give us a Miss Vine. Come on, a Miss Vine. It, it just... Mm. Well, I, I forgot what I saw him on. Yeah. But I saw... It, what's his name? Charles Shaughnessy or something like that. Shaughnessy or... Yeah, yeah. Shaughnessy. Anyway, I wanted to say Hennessy, but I know that's Carol's name. <laughs> um, uh, I saw him current on mm -hmm. something, 
with his regular voice. It you don't sound nothing like this. Nothing. Nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it though. I just uh, So he did so he has put on he has put on an accent to be um, Victor a, and I am all for it. I am all for it. <laughs> it it really it is, is very similar to his uh Mr. Sheffield presentation from the nanny. Very similar to it. Because he was yeah, a little dramatic and over the top because he was also a playwright on a sitcom. Yeah. But he was more uh, I don't one thing he's a heck of a lot younger. That's true. Um, <laughs> he was more I don't know. There was less gravitas less and more menacing. formality. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Less menacing. Yes. Um, when he, but yes, this, but it, it, that 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 is not his regular. Well, first I went to Windermere and no one was there, so I thought I'd try my luck with my family here. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a dysfunctional Cassidine Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know exactly how how uh, 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 what's his name. That one dude, Who? you know, that guy, you Is know, that fella, no, no, Sean, there we go. Well, I don't know what he was doing there. Shouldn't he be hanging out with I TJ? I'm just saying, I'm just would, saying. Yes, you would think so. But wasn't TJ working? He was working up to a point and then he was going to go rush off to Porsches, right? Yeah. Um, maybe there was going to be a dual Thanksgiving for Sean. Maybe there was. Maybe he was going to hit one place for dinner, one place for you know, pie. And that, a lot, I, a lot of I, people that, do that. That is something that people 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 don't take into consideration about Thanksgiving. Is people do multiple Thanksgivings, people do multiple Christmases. Mm-hmm. Just because a character's in one place doesn't mean they don't slink into another one later on. Absolutely. Uh, but mean, when I, it comes to yeah, a lot when of it comes, families you share. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to start with the in-laws and then go to the blood relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but with that said, though, when it comes to holidays in Port Charles and on soap operas, things are going to go wrong. So you're never going to make your second location because well, Victor shows up or something. I loved it. I loved it. It was so dysfunctional fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough Thanksgiving for everybody. Um, it reminded me of, of Christmas last year in Port Charles where uh, TJ finds out that his mother lied to him about knowing he was kidnapped and let him kind of rot for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that Kentucky man with the click-clack boots. Oh, Kentucky man with the click-clack boots is coming back to pieces. Okay, all right, you. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, folks. All right, folks. We're gonna we're gonna blow your little minds if you don't know this already. Okay, some footage came out of what's being recorded during the holidays, the uh, the Christmas time in Port Charles. We've got ourselves a Jeannie Francis. Laura's back in December. Very soon, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Marty Gray, back in Port Charles. And you know who else mm-hmm. is rejoining the cast and playing a significant Ooh. role in some sort of story coming soon? Someone has been recontracted to play a major character. Same actor, coming back. To play a major role in a storyline. I don't know which one, but a major one. I can imagine which one based on of, off of who this character is. But your face is telling me you don't know a thing. I don't. I don't think I did. Dun, 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 dun. Let's play a game. Okay. 
That's not a hint. That's just the opening to our, our game that we're about to play. Okay. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> all right. So all right. What the hell is that? The newlywed game? <laughs> well, she was once newlywed. She was newlywed twice, at least uh, that I know about. Um, let's see here. Um, she is the mother of a character that's currently on the show that is in a long and detailed storyline that has stretched international borders and has touched every character. She's married to a cop. She's an Aztec princess with valuable jewelry. Oh, I know. Our Felicia's coming back. Felicia's coming back. They they signed Christina Wagner Felicia's back to contract. Back to contract, back even. Back to contract. So she's going to not only come into this thing, oh, but she's going to play something major and beyond a lot. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Christina Wagner's coming back. Yeah. Okay. Now, last time they let her be on, and I don't remember who she was chewing out, but she was chewing out somebody. Anna. And it was such a good scene. And I thought, dang, General Hospital, why didn't you got Christina on here, giving her some actual scene work? Because this was fabulous. It was the goodbye episode oh, to that I one was- dude, Donnelly. Don- Sean Donnelly. Yeah, she was pissed at somebody. She was mad at Anna yes. for not spilling the beans about Peter and having the whole thing happen with Maxie. Yes, and she just yeah. let Anna have she it. nailed it. And it was really good. Yes. And it was really, really good and convincing. I really, really enjoyed it. I love that idea. And you know what? If they're going to put her back on tra- contract, that means she's going to have a, quite a bit going on. She's going to have a good storyline. You know, it would be a perfect person to be coming with her. And she... And this is who should be the crying lady, Emma Sims, Holly. Oh, Holly, yeah. Well, um, I mean, Felicia wasn't it? Was it adventurous? Right. That that was, that was yes. kind of her thing. She was very much an adventurous. I mean, that, that's the thing about General and Hospital early, is early, early, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's yeah. the fun about GH is is the adventures and the characters that get to go on adventures. You know, like you don't expect mm-hmm. Britt to go to Crete to go try to save Drew and 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 her mom and all that kind of stuff. But we get characters that get to go on adventures like that i would love to see. yeah yeah so that's exciting so yeah so 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 felicia is an old-timey adventurous then she had some kids and then she raised the kids and now she's got grandkids and is ready to jump back into an adventure so i imagine she's going to be doing something in the peter storyline maybe she's going to yeah. be like hey frisco <laughs> i don't know hey you know what would be so cool was that you know what would be cool it would be cool if Holly mm-hmm. and and Felicia mm-hmm. and let's throw Laura in there. Why not? And they get a hold of Peter and they hold on to him like uh, nine to five style. <laughs> Dude working Tied nine to five to on his face. uh yeah that would be fun uh i think laura's gonna be a little busy with the cassadines and victor's return and whatever's gonna be developing with cyrus here in the holiday season um but that doesn't mean we can't put maxi in there you know i mean frisco jones is still alive let's let's bring back a little frisco i mean i I, people were so excited to see robert and anna holding guns together side by side even though they're both 98 years old respectively um 
And uh, your face always drops when I call somebody far older than they actually are. (laughs) Every time. You're just like, how dare you? Why would you say that? Anna's holding it together for 59 or however old. She's probably much older than that. that's exactly what I thought. Dang, he looks a little... You know, he looks a little like he'd been here a while, but he don't look so bad. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I have no idea right how old Canola uses. You know oh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess getting older bothers me. I guess it does. <laughs> it always has. I just. It all, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't mind getting older, and I'm certainly never going to lie about my age because I just don't want to. I don't understand that whole lie about your age. Oh, you don't have to tell anybody that you're beyond 29. You don't have to tell me you're beyond 39. Well, shoot, I don't want to. I am not in the least bit invested on looking for like crap for 39. Yes. uh, I'd rather much better. Yeah. I'd much rather look good. Well, for look, you don't tell anybody how old you are, then you then they can't go, oh, wow, you look wonderful for 63. You know, I mean, that not that a compliment that people want? Wow, you don't look it. I uh-huh. don't mind telling my age. Though. Well, I understand, but anyway, that's fine. Um, listen, all I know is that we're, we're about to have part I seven think- of the Epic Peter adventure. That, that's all I know. <laughs> All right. This epic Peter adventure started when Heinrich Faison decided, no, I'm Peter August. Excuse me. I'm Peter August, and I am very much in love with you, Maxie. This is me trying to be good. Because I, much like Austin, Mm -hmm. can read people. And this, and this, even though I don't understand how to do it genuinely, is what a nice guy seems like. I'm Peter August, and I love you, Maxie. But really, really, this is me, evil Heinrich. I've got aces up my sleeve everywhere I go. Yeah. Listen, uh, people people don't like Peter, but they like mm-hmm. me. So if I just pretend to be Peter, maybe they'll like him more. Why I don't, do I don't they know. bring him to Port Charles? Because that's where all the action is. Why do they bring him? To- I they bring him to, to send him to the Hague like uh, like like Liesel? I don't know, because yes. General Hospital is the only hospital in the United States of America that can help somebody with their injuries. Um, I mean, the East Coast and Europe are just an ocean apart from each other, so maybe it was just a logical landing point being a port of the United States where many things come and go through. They need, like, four guards on the outside of that door. So they had two police officers that willingly just went, Okay, Nina, we'll let you have some alone time with Peter August. Right? (laughs) Well, hey, you know, I mean, she was kind of right. Where's he going to go? Well, yeah, but you you cannot underestimate Peter August. No, you can't. Right. If you do... You're going to have something happen to you. Because he is crazy, crazy. He's just as bad as his dad was. Just mm-hmm. not as entertaining. <laughs> just <laughs> well, okay. But so he's entertaining too. He Don't might, get me wrong. He's entertaining. He I like might to not watch be him. as fun to watch as Heinrich Faison. And I did a little Twitter question. What's the difference between Peter and, and, and Cesar Faison? 
seriously what what is the difference and people got gave me some really great responses that i really appreciated and really enjoyed that people were so well thought out because that's how i like to enjoy and engage in my entertainment not just i don't like it i want to know why you don't like it yes i i read that feed it was awesome yeah and and yes, people, people some real good not just me, me, me yeah. but real good analysis and re, and and observations. Caesar was part-time, Peter's full-time, Caesar was fallible, Peter always gets away, Caesar's, Caesar Faison's crimes um, pushed the story forward and made our heroes heroic while Peter constantly squiggles away and makes them look not as talented and competent as they had been before because Peter's depiction of this character is so cartoonish that it's ridiculous that he should be able to outsmart these very well-established great secret agents. Wonderful description. I'm totally for that. I totally understand why you're not taking to it. I totally get it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. at the same time, while he might not be carrying the same amount of weight as Cesar Faison was, the result of Peter August's machinations and ability to squiggle away always makes things more interesting and things develop and the drama gets deeper and that's what we want on a soap, right? Absolutely. Because of Peter, now Carly's going to know that Nina and Sonny were in love. And this is a very bad time for Carly to hear that because her backup men left and died. He did. Which means she needs a new backup man. She'll find one. One went back to Australia. And the other one got crushed under rocks and there are no signs of life. Listen, we brought the equipment out there. We got to make sure that everybody knows that the techs were out there with the most sensitive, high-tech current equipment that exists in the world. Mm -hmm. And we could not detect Mm -hmm. a heartbeat or body heat. There are no signs of life. Jason Morgan is dead. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do with Jason. Are they going to bring him back as somebody else? No, there are no immediate plans for General Hospital to recast Jason Morgan. All right, well, then that tells us that Trevor St. John will be playing Jason. He'll be no. playing somebody else. No, 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 no. No, he'll be playing somebody else, I guess. Um, I guess, I don't know. People keep on saying Jeff Weber, but we'll see. Um, yeah, unless this is going to be a big surprise and they're trying to just get people off of the scent for it, but uh, that doesn't really seem like the right thing to do. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not a part of the show. Listen, the scramble that must have taken place. So... I hope that Steve Burton actually said, hey, by the way, I'm not going to get this thing no matter what. Just start planning on my demise. I hope that he was honorable enough to let them know ahead of time that he has no intention on following the mandate. So they could actually write the story the way it should be and they didn't have to like quickly go back and film an entire new Thanksgiving for everybody. Well, I, I think, Matt, even if he weren't like really forthright in that way, I think um, the company, and since he's been there so long... I think they probably could have pretty, made, an idea. pretty much made a, yeah, a good made a good assumption. Yeah. Knowing him as a person. Yeah. That they knew he wasn't. Gonna. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 creep thing was excellently timed. The the falling mm-hmm. rubble and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that it was it was it was a very basic thing. They were going through tunnels, and that would have been a very easy thing to quickly change on a dime. Instead of fighting mm-hmm. in the house, they're fighting in a tunnel. 
an unstable tunnel, and let's see, well, we always need a way for them to come back in a couple of years if we want them to come back in a couple of years, so, you know, he can be crushed under rubble, and then maybe he's just, he found an underground, um, Crete civilization that nursed him back to health, and there's a tunnel that goes to Eternia. There you go! I was gonna say! <laughs> you read my mind! The tunnel ended in Eternia! Right. Under the tunnel. <laughs> oh, That's a good one. <laughs> what was left of the tunnel? Oh, man. I'm going to have to use Eternia in a Dungeons & Dragons campaign one day. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to somebody like <laughs> uncover a tunnel that goes to the secret buried civilization. Oh, it's going to be great. And I'll have to stream it. I'll have to put it up as a podcast for everybody to enjoy. I have to come up with a way to do like a soap D&D. You know, no, how can I make it dramatic gonna... and sexy? Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be Eternia. It's going to be Casadonia. <laughs> Casadonia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, where all the Cassidines are from. Um, hey, you know, speaking of sexy, it was a sexy week on General Hospital, you know. It was a you, sexy you know, You know what happens when, when, when everybody's vaccinated on set, right? You get you to get bone each other again. Yeah. I tell you what, they were like, I was like, damn, daytime. Dante damn near showing his butt cheek. Okay, so it's, so they've established now. What? It's canon. It is canon in General Hospital and in Port Charles that the only time Dante is going to get a phone call is if he is mid-shower. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row now that Dante has had to stop his shower halfway through in order to answer the phone. All right? Yeah. Chase had to do the same thing as well at the end of last week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and when uh, he, got out, he got out of bed... Didn't he get out of bed at one point and it almost showed his butt? Oh, yeah. They, they, they almost showed, like, like um, so um, uh, grown adult men and women um, have this region on their body kind of in the middle, like at the top of their legs and at the bottom of their abdomen that grows hair. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, goodness gracious, we were about six centimeters or less away from seeing that entire thing when he reached out of the shower. <laughs> I guess that. they're making up for a year of nothing, I suppose. Yeah. I said to Grandma, well, look at AT, look at ABC Daytime. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and take a side-by-side -side comparison of those shower scenes, though, to see, just, you know, analyze the, um, uh, the cinematography and the lighting and the makeup, you know, <laughs> yeah. to see, you know, who, who, who has the edge there, you know, Chase or Dante, you know? I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot oh, to I think about and a lot to... Okay, now, Cameron has himself one heck of a physique. I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to see him without his shirt quite he, a bit. He already cool. has lost it in the jail cell. Yeah, and I noticed, like, I, was, I think was at, he was at the Quartermains talking to his talking to Monica. Yeah. His shirt was, that you the buttons are really pulling on the top. There is no tighter shirt that they could have stuck on Cameron Matheson for Thanksgiving. Exactly. <laughs> like he was, he was one muscle ripple away from that that whole thing, just ripping at the seams. Yeah, he's about to like do like a Hulk kind of thing, and split open. All. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just running around in ripped purple pants. That's all he's got. <clears throat> oh, Cameron! But speaking of, but speaking of um, Cameron and you know, and our Drew. Yes, our Drew. Our Drew. Um. 
I I liked all of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I think that I think that I he's been coming in as a good Drew. Oh man, I'm so Sam. excited. I loved him back. At, I loved him back at the Quartermain house. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. um I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I I enjoyed and, it too. And when uh, yeah, and like when Monica was Monica's like, you know, you know, at, at the expense of Jason, I'm here and like they she she squashed that right mm-hmm. away. No, how dare you? Don't you dare say that. Mm-hmm. So Carly and, and such all said love. the same thing as well. I, I don't know, it was it was interesting. Uh, so um I, I'm definitely not getting Ryan Lavery out of Cameron Matheson, which is great. I'm very happy that I'm not thinking Ryan, about I, Ryan. I I'm only thinking about Ryan when I'm podcasting. I'm not thinking about it when I'm watching the show. So that's wonderful. Me either. Uh, Me either. I don't think of Ryan either. I, uh, so I, it is not. There are people out there who are criticizing how excited some characters are to see Drew, which I think is ridiculous. Um, even if they weren't the closest of people when Drew's plane went down over Afghanistan, doesn't mean that they didn't feel a sense of loss when he was gone. So right. for Carly they to hop out of that chair and, and hug Drew, even though they were not exactly best of friends anymore because Jason had come back, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that Carly didn't feel loss over Drew going away. Drew left when the whole excitement of Jason returning right. was still at its peak and they didn't have really a chance to kind of settle back into a normal. So. Right. So, yeah, I think right. that Carly hopping out of the chair and giving him a big hug is totally justified. I even think Maxie yes, being I happy thought... to see Drew is justified. Sure. Sure. Now, you know, um, early on when Drew was there and Billy Miller mm-hmm. and Drew was there, he got a lot more. Um, he was a lot more in a lot more scenes and stuff. Yeah. And a lot more interaction with other characters. Yeah. When when Steve Burton came back and he was Jason, now they put Billy Miller on the back burner, and so you didn't see all that much. No, his you know, his scenes were with Sam. His right. most of his scenes all were that, with Sam. Yeah, you didn't see as much interaction with other characters, mm-hmm. and so they really didn't show us how how much people embraced him as Drew Cornery. Yeah. Jason's twin. Right. Right. It just right. wasn't it was known, but it wasn't really explored at all. No, no. Um, because yeah, they, they didn't they didn't have a lot of um how was everybody reacting to Drew. Once Jason came back, um Drew became Drew. Like there wasn't even really much Jason in him anymore. He's like, Oh, I guess I'm not that guy. Um I'm something new. Mm-hmm. Here's my personality. <laughs> um, and then right. really he had he had scenes with Sam he had like a scene with Curtis where Curtis was like hey you're I don't even know that other guy mm-hmm. you're you're my friend I don't even know that dude um, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it after that it was just a Kim 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 Oscar 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 Kim Kim Oscar Oscar Kim Oscar Oscar Kim 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 Oscar mm-hmm. Oscar Kim Oscar Kim dead yeah and Billy Miller went into the elevator from the tenth floor down to the garage, and that was the end of that. And the Not look on his place. face was obvious. Goodbye, and, and f you, General Hospital. Pretty much. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I hey, okay, like I, I really don't blame him. All right, you were you were you were Billy Abbott or whatever, right? 
Billy something, right? Billy Abbott? Mm-hmm. Is that, that the he name? So, he was so good on All that right. show, too. Then he moves yes. over to become Jason F. and Morgan, man. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Steve Burton comes back from that show that uh, that this guy just hopped off of. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like, you're not even, you, you know, you used to be a star. You used to have all of this stuff, all of this deepness. You used to have a theme song with another woman. And then all of that immediately went away and was given back to the other guy. And then you could really see, oh, I was just keeping the seat warm. Yeah. Oops. Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be different. All uh, right. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so I feel I feel like I would be burned, too. That's just me. That's just me. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, I, get, the, I get the impression that... Um... I got the impression that um, Kelly, um, Sam, mm-hmm. is seems to be pretty happy. You know, her, her I, I don't to me her scenes are better than they have been. They're, so Kelly Monaco doesn't do interviews and such, and it, and nobody really seems to have a bunch to say about her. So the best thing that we can do is really pull from her performance to see how engaged she is with the content, and right. clearly. She either is not interested in Jay Sam or doesn't like Steve Burton. One of those two things is true. Well, and you know, it's interesting too. And I know she doesn't do interviews. I know that. But a lot of times these actors um, and actresses on the show um, make an exception and do that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because of the camaraderie of yeah. their being their peers. And they, yeah. you know, help them out and do the show. Kelly Monaco, I've never been on that sauce. I really, true. like, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know these people, and I want to one day, but I don't know them currently. <laughs> but if I were to just hazard a guess as a unofficial member of the press mm-hmm. <laughs> on this reaction and commentary podcast over a show I have no involvement in whatsoever... All we have is our observations. All we have is our observations, and my observations are telling me that Kelly Monaco does not enjoy Steve Burton. Well, she seems to be enjoying uh, the scene partner she has. Dominic Zumbrung. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just more life to it. There's more. She's more energetic. She's more about it. Um, it just it makes. She is a genuine. There's some genuineness. Yes. In her performance that we haven't seen of late. Right, right, right. And she... Now, I really, really would like to see for Christmas, I want to see the Davis girls mm-hmm. come together. Mm-hmm. I want to see all the Cassadines with Uncle Victor. It really seems so like funny. the Cassadines. I mean, if Thanksgiving <laughs> is an indication, I really hope that we're just getting a big Cassadine revitalization. I Because they, so they all showed up to Alexis's house, every single one of them. Except for two of the girls. Well, Christina and Molly weren't there. Uh, listen, I have no excuse in the world as to why Christina's not used more. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't either. I imagine it's budgetary. Maybe it's There's budgetary. one thing, all right? There's one thing that I know that is fact, all right, about uh, backstage at GH and people's opinions. And that is ABC Disney loves Frank Valentini as showrunner runner of General Hospital because he does not go over budget ever. Yeah, well, they would love him for that. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, if if the show is on simply because it is not losing money, then yes, you need somebody in charge of that thing and is going to make sure that there is never one day where that show loses a dollar. 
Yeah, that would be smart, huh? Yeah, and that is what Frank Valentini is really good at, it seems. Um, and we've commented on it. We've commented on the budget and how obvious it is that they don't have near as much money as they had before. But we've also complimented them on their ability to get the point across. <laughs> this isn't exactly a great CGI depiction of a hundred-foot fall off of a cliff for Nell. Mm-hmm. But they got the point across. Sure. And sometimes you just have to suspend your disbelief and just enjoy the entertainment for what it is. It's like it's like what dad what dad says in his dumb, stupid, old ass westerns. Yeah, the production quality's not good, but you just gotta enjoy the story that's being presented. <laughs> that's how my dad sounds. <laughs> your dad sounds nothing like. He's, that. he's he's from Canada, you know. He's 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 a Wisconsinite, <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> I know that's how my dad sounds. I, I met him before. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking for. I'm looking for forward to all of it, and yeah. So, what else should we talk about, Matt? Oh, we still got half an hour left. There's plenty to talk about. Okay, all right. There's um, there's there's Brasha and their baby. Yeah, we only got a little bit of it this well, week, but it's still just as I, good. Yeah, and and I'm happy to see that Cat and Matt are on. The baby is not deceased. Yet. Not yet. I, and I don't, I am not a fan. I am not a fan of having a newborn go through a big thing and then pass. No. Have it pass or have it get well. Hmm. None of this long, drawn out, looking through an incubator, crying for days and days, and then it dies anyway. No, no, no. Oh, man, but that would be so heart-wrenching, though. You get to see all of their heart pains. I know. I don't know. Um, I, it, you know, you know, really, though, I, I people love Sophia Matson, and I do, too. I think that she's doing a wonderful job. Um, something about Johnny Walker, though, in this really honestly is kind of edging out Sophia to me. Um, if we were to compare and make this a competition, which it's not. Um, but if we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really going to have to give it to Johnny Walker when it comes to just the incredible believability of what this man is going through. Mm-hmm. Either Johnny Walker has kids or has lost a kid. Negative to both then I don't know where he's pulling this from, but it is some of the most convincing acting I have ever seen on daytime TV. You think so? In my opinion, in my opinion, opinion. I think that this is Emmy effing worthy. I I think he's done a fabulous job too. I don't think he's been any better than Sophia. Um, I think it's easier for Sophia Oh, she's got she she has a she has a yeah. newborn infant. Yeah, well, I, ha- her baby I have also always found that I probably not even that old. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, by the time they filmed this, which was you know month two month month and a half ago or so, that baby was still fresh, 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 fresh. Yeah, um, so for her to tap into this kind of um, huge emotional uh, response and 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 the thought of a baby not being well and I'm mm-hmm. like, my gosh she just gave birth and she's has a newborn she's taken care of daily so to tap into something like that for her would be easy for me that newborn's probably at the it's probably at the studio me. nursery as we Any. speak just waiting for mommy to come back to give her some food but my i think that if i would have been a brand new mom yeah. with a 
infant of two months old and was expected to give this kind of performance, I might even be able to pull that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know, I've also found just through my life and just through my own introspection, introspect, intro, my own um, self-analysis, uh, that uh, I am uh, oftentimes um, far more interested in what dudes are up to than chicks. Well, you started thinking like that when you was about eight. <laughs> I, 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 I'm more interested in male characters. I take to male characters. I'm more interested in male actors. And it has absolutely nothing to do with sexism or anything like that. There's no lack of respect or anything. I'm just, um, just, just really gay. And, um, <laughs> and I really think that that, um, that has a heavy influence on it is, um, is just how much attention I'm paying <laughs> when a particular face is on the air. Um, but yeah, I, I guess yeah. It, I, I, I can only imagine that it's similar for other people out there. Otherwise, I'm just a freak. But I'm going to let that freak flag fly. I'm going to let that freak flag fly. Let me tell you that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Christmas. Um, uh, I'm excited for Rice Plaza at Christmas time because that's that's where Christmas is in Port Charles to me, even though that's where mm-hmm. they found the dead body of Georgie. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, we can even put a tree up in Oscar's Meadow this year. I think that would be wonderful. You know, just have a big lighting ceremony. Uh, maybe Charlotte can. It. Oh, oh, oh! By the way, everybody. By the way, by the way, everyone. Charlotte Cassidyne, the little actress that plays Charlotte Cassidyne, mm-hmm. broke both of her arms like four months ago. Both she of them. Was, she was on set like a month but it was a very small it wasn't a big big scene and i pretty much only was her from her shoulders up pretty much she is you don't recover from two arm breaks quickly even if you're a little tiny kid no i have a friend um i have a friend that was on the second deck of the coliseum in oakland oh where the reaching athletics where the, play, where the A's play. Yes, where the A's play. And reach far over mm-hmm. to catch a fly ball. Mm. To catch a ball. Like a foul ball, right? And toppled, didn't they? Yes, he did. Oof. He fell from the second deck of the Coliseum to the bottom deck onto the seats and broke both his arms. Because he tried to brace his it's instinctual it's instinctual your body is going to sacrifice its arms before it sacrifices its face right it's just instinct and he boom broke boom broke both of bad yeah and yes it takes some time to heal it takes some time it takes some time so even if you're nine so that is why we don't have any charlotte um, Char- Charlotte Cassidy. I, I keep on wanting to say Charlotte Flair because that's that's Ric Flair's daughter and she's a wrestler that I'm not paying attention to. But uh, Charlotte Cassidyne um, mm-hmm. is uh, she she's still recovering from 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 a major double arm break, uh, and that's likely why we are not getting any of her right now. Yeah, I would imagine. Do you do you know how she broke both of her arms? Because I don't recall. I don't know. I want to say that she was thrown from a horse, but. I don't know. That could just be what happens to her character. <laughs> well, I, I really don't know. I, I didn't do any research on it. I just know that she was recovering they, from they the injury. Can, they can all take a page from, um, what's her first name? Monica. Uh, Charleston. Leslie Charleston. Leslie, yeah. They could take a page from her book. 
Stay away from those damn horses. Just show up with an ace bandage around your left arm and shoot your scene anyway. It doesn't matter how swollen your thumb is. <laughs> She's always getting hurt with the horses, isn't she? Monica. Monica, 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 Monica. Monica Quartermain. Monica. I appreciate your ma- motherly attitude toward toward Drew. I really do. I appreciate it. That is Alan's kid. That is Alan's kid. A thousand percent Alan's kid. And you have convinced yourself in your brain that Alan's kids are your kids. Even though one of them actually is and is dead now. Like AJ, right? Isn't that it? Yes. AJ was their only child they had together. Because Emily was adopted. Emily was adopted. Jason and Drew are, um, what's her faces? Sarah something or other. I don't remember. Mm. An Alan fling. An old Edward Quartermain style romance. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. So I appreciate that. I appreciate, Monica, you you really embracing Drew. Susan Moore. Susan Moore, that's what it is. I appreciate you, Monica. I do. I really appreciate you for all of that. And I just wanted to say that I appreciate your your you you just taking on these kids that aren't yours and loving and them you, anyway. And do you remember the scene? Of course she didn't have this opportunity with Drew. Do you remember the scene though when she said that she held newborn Jason for the first time? I don't remember the scene. Knew, and she just knew she was his mother. Oh, so sweet so i appreciate that i really do um it's nice it's wonderful and it's amazing mm-hmm. i don't know just some positivity on the podcast today i think that's a great quality of monica quartermain there's a lot of people out there in our world that's that have done exactly that and not even necessarily from the beginning do you think papa will loves me less than if i were his natural daughter of course not exactly do you think not. he would love you less no, but I think he could love me more. I don't think so. I think your father will think the sun rises and sets on all of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my grandparents. My grandpappy. Yeah. He's Bob Will. Uh, yeah, we all, my gosh. Uh, my, my, honestly, my, my, my entertainment uh, uh, TV movie nerddom was heavily, heavily bellowsed by one Mr. Bob Will as a, at a young age. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, if you got grandkids out there and you got the money to support it, go take them to the movies every week. Now, it, okay, now, okay, in like 1994, it was a very different experience than it is in 2021 when it comes to taking somebody to the movies. I am sure it costs three times more now than it did when I was a kid. Well, yeah, it does. Except for, yeah. except for like, for instance, at the theater that Pop Will goes to all the time, and yeah. there's no age group on this, it doesn't matter. He goes to the movies as many times as he wants. They do have those subscription passes now. Yes. And he does that. Yeah. And Papa Will goes to the movies three, four times a week. He has seen everything. And Listen. the stuff that he really digs, he watches, he goes and sees it two or three times. Why not? All right. You know, the movie, the theater exactly. experience is great. Um, I, I would go to the theater more often if I didn't think that I was going to catch COVID-19. Um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I go every once in a while and it's wonderful. I enjoy the movie mm-hmm. theater, so I don't, I don't blame him for that. And if you're old and retired and you just want to get those passes to get out of the house and go watch a movie, then do it. Do yeah. it. Do it. Don't, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to sit here and say don't. Cause do, do follow your dreams, follow your passions. Mm-hmm. Hopefully your passions is listening to, to 
to the Tenth Floor podcast with Cat and Matt, though. So, oh, you know. I hope that's one of your passions. That, that, that's, that's good. If it ain't your passion, let it be your interest. Damn. At the very least. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least. Uh, but of course, there's there's so much more to talk about here in the next fifteen minutes over 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 Absolutely. General Hospital. There's so much more. Um, there is uh, well, there's TJ and Marshall, the whole Ashford family yes. dynamic. All of that, yes. all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. And we also got to talk about the budding romance. No, 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 there's not a budding romance. Uh, we got to talk about Austin's um, uh, scenes with Peter, which were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then there's Ned and, Ned and Olivia on the path to, uh, you know, and, and, back and Olivia And Olivia wanting, so she wanting to talk to Austin and wanting to, you know, kind of make amends. And uh, he wouldn't have it, was he, Matt? Yeah, that was last week. And he's like, nah, screw you. I'm not going to forgive a family that did all this to me. And that's going to yeah. lead into this Peter stuff. He's got Peter's blood now and knows that there's something up with this whole baby situation. Yeah. And I love the way he was like stabbing him, huh? Yes. Oh, um, now, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about that. That is very undoctorly, um, but also doctorly. Uh, you know, you don't honestly, honestly, you know who that made me think of. And it's not going to be a surprise. It made me think of Dr. David Hayward, okay? Dr. David no. Hayward will use some medicine against somebody he doesn't like. Oh, yes, he would. Yes, he would. And not only he would stab you in the arm to get your vein, he might stab you in the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not really able to get it in the, the crook of your arm. Let me just try your pupil. Ah, okay, got it. Great. Okay, now, oh, no, now, now I've got some eye fluid. That That's good. That's going to be great for, for an op- optic test later. Yeah. it's great i'm gonna restore someone's vision with this um yeah <laughs> you're right um and then what i also really enjoyed too is the so we still don't know so much about austin we really don't know a lot about austin at all we kind of know who, who his personality is like you know we kind of get how he interacts with people but we don't know jack about him mm-hmm. and his scenes with peter showed me a little bit of like immunity to peter's maliciousness in how he does things there's like because of his autism or whatever and since he mostly observes people's behavior without necessarily understanding it yes um like people would tell you i don't have a heart well that'd be ridiculous you'd you'd be dead if you didn't have a heart (laughs) i mean it wasn't exactly like uh, it wasn't serious but it also wasn't a joke you know, like, <laughs> but at the same time, though, I'm afraid that I'm afraid that Austin could underestimate Peter because he wasn't there for all of the crud that he did before. No, no, he was right? not. He no. didn't see Peter in real action. No. He's heard about him. Yes. So he doesn't, you know, maybe he doesn't realize how clever Peter can be. Or maybe people don't realize how clever Austin can be. Well, I, I, I loved him stabbing him in the arm. He stabbed him in the arm twice. Oh, got it this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. Oh, oh, you know, you know, something just randomly popped in my brain because we're talking about Roger Howarth. Now, um, this, 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 this James St. John, what's his name? Uh, um, who? This Jane, Trevor St. John? Trevor, Trevor St. John, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Him. Okay, so he's coming back. He also, also played, Todd. played Todd. They all played Todd. Yes. Now, when 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 um, Roger Howarth went back to Young and the Red, or the um, uh, One Life to Live, and yes. played Todd, then they changed Tr- Trevor St. John to yes. Todd's twin, right? 
Victor, yes. And his name is Victor. Victor, yes. Okay, I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What, what does this mean for General Hospital? With both of these actors back, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a "I recognize you" maybe a tad bit moment? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it looks like I you might have used so. to have a scar underneath your face that's been surgically exactly. repaired. You know, something like exactly. that. Exactly, something like that. Oh, uh, I see in your records here you've had a little plastic surgery to uh, <laughs> remove some scar tissue right. on your left cheek. Yeah, you know, something <laughs> like that, right? I never be a. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or yeah. Just any old thing. No, Just yeah. any old thing to 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 make the people that are are, are observant recognize mm-hmm. that yeah. and have a little you know fun with the um, um, recollection of yeah. soap opera. Yeah. I love all that. Yeah. Um, I hope they do. Yeah, they're both Todds. Both, are both be Todds. Back. Both Todds are going to be back. Todd's maybe they'll be. On. Maybe they should play brothers again. I don't know. <laughs> Could be, could be another Gatlin Holt. Could be another Gatlin Holt. How many Gatlin Holts are out there? I ask and I wonder. And how can I use them for my benefit? You're the one that delivered my daughter. Yeah. This is what I'm really, really, you know, I've been thinking about the demise of Peter. No, that fool has to die someday. Who okay, hasn't been thinking about? It? 2022 has got to bring the demise of Peter August. Christmas miracle. He's going to be underneath somebody's tree, dead. And then starts the whodunit storyline that lasts four to five months. Yeah. Or in a year. Somebody opens up a large gift and it's just dead Peter. (laughs) Something's delivered to Maxie's door. (laughs) You can deliver a chest freezer and actually have a real frozen dead Peter in it. I wish people could see. We got to start doing the video version of this. Hey, if you want to see a video version of this podcast, tweet us. What's up? We are probably off to now. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. Haven't done it. No. Can't be Cat Mom because Cat Mom is not the IT person of this outfit. Oh, I know. At all. I know. I know. This podcast would never get any listens if it was up to you. (laughs) No, because I wouldn't know how to. It would it, be, it would be a phone call with no recording. Is what it would be. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, anyway, you were going to say something about something that I interrupted. Anyway, so what I was going to say is, as as I'm watching, and you know, it, he does have to die eventually. Yeah. Um, I'm my I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan for either Anna killing him. Or Maxie killing him. Mm-hmm. Or Anna and Maxie killing him together. <clears throat> Dr. David, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really don't know who's going to get it. Uh, Maxie isn't necessarily the murderous type anymore. Yeah, she needs, she needs Lucky to bring out the worst impulses of her for that kind of stuff. No, but if, if, she, if her children are in danger and presently, like they're there too. Felicia's going to really... have something to do with this. Oh, this is going to be outstanding. Oh, maybe Grandma Felicia will kill him. 
<laughs> Aztec warrior. Wouldn't like, that be oh, something though? Like freaking. All right. So Peter gets out of custody, right? And he goes on a little tear, a little, te- a little one, a little one, nothing major, a little tear, right? And then he finally mm-hmm. corners Maxie, right? And he's like, "This is my ace up my sleeve. I brought a piece of technology that's just going to wipe your memories, and I'm going to tell you that we're in love. You know, something, some, something." Mm-hmm. Yes, something, right? This this serum that I have is going to block all of your your best decision making. You're going to sign this document. You know, some crazy supervillain yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Right? And he does that, and then as he's about to inject Maxi, boom! There's like a, a a knife just bursts out of his chest, and as he falls and crumples dead to the ground, there's like Felicia standing behind him, just pissed. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and then the story that we tell is is Felicia goes on a vigilante tear through Port Charles because she's lost faith in the police department and doesn't want Mac to be the chief anymore. <laughs> we saw Mac for just a second. This we week. did, we did. Poor Chase, man. He was on desk duty because he was injured and sick, and then they just suspended him mm-hmm. for one little punch. He wasn't even on duty. All right. No, he wasn't. He wasn't even on duty. And even then, even then, police officers in the real world do things far, far, far worse to people on a regular basis and get to keep their jobs. They sure do. So. They don't have to be off duty. So, I mean, I I can't say that that was the most tactful story decision, but we'll see what comes from it. And even then, like, what is that? I don't know what it does for the story either. Mm-hmm. Making Chase no longer a cop, or at least not one that's allowed to do any cop stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to do for the story. Does that free him up from time so he can hang out with Brooklyn more? Because you know, being at your job is only important when there's a scene going to be shot at your job. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They need to give him more. They need to give him more stuff. They need to give the actor more stuff, more storyline. No, suppose this could well, be. I've been disappointed. I have to say, you know, I'm not being too critical because you know I love the show anyway. Yeah. But I have been a little disappointed with um how they, you know, if you're not going to develop the character, just get rid of him. <laughs> he's too pretty, and he's successful on Netflix. Well, he is awfully pretty, especially but when he got the full beard going. Uh, but uh, um... give him some grit. Give him some grit. And maybe, maybe, maybe that's what they're doing now. Um, this, this, uh, for the story, this is a consequence of the continued lies about Louise. Mm-hmm. You know, if they weren't lying about Louise, then this wouldn't have happened. And then Maxie stormed off on Friday, too, leaving the quarter main doors wide open because she was in such a rush that, you know, mm-hmm. Annabelle, too, is going to get out and people are going to be upset. Um, that's the dog that ate the turkey. Yes, ate the turkey. <laughs> I don't remember Annabelle 1, but Annabelle 2, oh boy. I do remember Annabelle 1. So, uh, Maxie, um, you know, too many people are hurt from this. I've got to do something. This has got to come to an end. This must stop. And she charges out of the Quartermain's house, leaving the doors wide open. What does that mean? I think she's on her way to see Peter. She's going to go murder him? Gosh. (laughs) Man. At least stick him in the arm for a... (laughs) Do the same thing Austin did. Do something. Yeah, I think she's going to go see Peter, and that's that's going to be uh, not good, because she's going to let something slip that makes Peter go, Oh, you've been hiding my daughter, then. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I know exactly where she is now. And since they decided to bring him to General Hospital, and they could have just taken him to Mercy. <laughs> it's a show called General since Hospital, him- okay? Sometimes things I have know. to happen so the plot can. <laughs> I know, I know. So, yeah, I think Maxie's going to go see him. And I think you're right. I think she, and, and, and since he is right there in Port Charles... One of those bumbling officers out front is going to let him slip out. We're going to enact our plan, Officer Stanley. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Felicia's this level above uh, Victor Cassidyne, you know? Maybe. Maybe. It's, well, whatever they do, whatever they do with Peter, mm-hmm. do not. Throw him down another pair of stairs. Please don't. Set of stairs. No, no more Please flights. Please don't. No more flights. No, we want to see his real. Oh man, that knife out in the back shooting out the front. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for somebody that doesn't like action movies, you sure do like a depiction of murder. Um. <laughs> and then. Like, it make it like a cartoon. Like, his heart comes out with the knife, and it's pulsating. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, there, there would be no question as to whether or not he's alive or dead at that point. So maybe maybe that's the extreme they need to go. So people will go, but yes, David, he's dead. But, but David Hayward could be on the sidelines, ready with his new oh. mechanical heart. Oh, that's that fine. Was... I can fix that. that that's that's <laughs> oh nothing. I'm done. I've done far. Oh, we, we, did, we have to sew a heart back together? <laughs> Child's play. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So oh, silly. gosh. So silly, silly It would be silly. But, you know, um, you know, Peter coming back to Port Charles to uh, claim his daughter and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Brando and, and Sasha having a baby and all that. It isn't the only returned father to Port Charles or anything like that because Marshall is back. Yes, he is. And he's telling the truth now. I went about this all wrong. <laughs> Years ago, I went about it all wrong, and I did it all wrong when I came back to town. Yeah, Marshall, what you thinking? Mm-hmm. And he didn't, well, at least he had the good sense to stay the heck away from the civilian on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, so far. So far. So far. <laughs> well, what I want to see from General Hospital next week, I was thinking about this last week, because you know I love my Christmas decor. Of course. Um, now that Thanksgiving's okay. over. Thanksgiving is over. When you come back on Monday... I want to see a Christmas tree somewhere on Sunset. I don't care. It could be, it could be like on the dash of a car. I want to see a little. <laughs> I need to see a twinkly light. <laughs> One twinkly, yes. You know they could repurpose the pool set, right? They could put, they could make it like the nightclub-y area. Even though, even though, okay, Curtis has a nightclub, but it's not a nightclub. All right, that is a dancey restaurant. Uh, mm-hmm. Curtis does not have a nightclub, okay, at all, at all. They could pull. They could put like, they could make like a really cool bar at the Metro Court and use the pool. Right. I think that they could just they put like a, a, yeah. a piece of glass over the pool, right, and then people can yes. like dance on it, right? You know. In the back in the eighties, I actually went to a bar that had that. Yeah. It was called the Oasis. Oh. It was downtown San Jose. Yeah, it was downtown hey. San Jose. And it was, I guess it used to be like a gym or something. Mm-hmm. But there was an actual swimming pool in that place. And there was a big plexi whatever yeah. over it. Yeah. And that was the dance floor. You danced yeah. over the pool. It was awfully cool. I they think could they could do that. that. 
Yep, they can do that. And then, you know, um, actually put some lights on underneath it and just have people act or act out there actually dancing. Yeah, but more like... Not know what to sing with that no matter how hard i try you keep pushing me aside and i can't break through there's no <laughs> talking to you i need time to move on i need love to feel strong and when it's all said and done i'm you're gonna be the lonely one whoa do you believe in life believe after love, life after love. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man, Cher makes everything better. We just said that earlier, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that they could do. And, you know, so Marshall's back. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess they're going to have to embrace him at some point, right? Isn't that where this is going to go? I think so, you know, and that TJ was all happy to have a grandpa already. I mean, TJ's the but lover. He- that's definitely what yes, they've established yes. of the Ashford family, is TJ yes. is the one with the biggest heart. The, he is the lover. He's the compassionate one. He's the understanding one, regardless of your Aunt Stella or Molly or his mama or Uncle Curtis or Grandpa Ashford, or Papa Ashford, evidently. <laughs> huh. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, he has gone all about it all wrong. And I guess there's going to be some revelation of some secret. I mean, the reason why he was gone was so, it's a, such a complicated tale. You know, something must come from it, I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, what oh, are we doing? This is why Curtis's mama went cuckoo, okay? Curtis's mama went cuckoo because Curtis is not her child. Of course not. That's Stella's child. Of course. And... Papa Ashford took off because because I'm your daddy boy because Curtis is him and Aunt Stella's love child <laughs> I mean the messiness of the Ashford family if that is actually the case um, yeah. and when is Papa Ashford gonna know because he don't know he, they have not divulged it at least on screen you know TJ ain't an Ashford no, 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 no. That, 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 that is that is a revelation that's happened over the last couple of years that nobody's been able to really update Marshall Ashford on. Because <laughs> exactly. unless he he's been really paying attention. Hmm. So he, he did go know. Thomas Jr., you know, made sure he used the full name and stuff. Well, I mean, I guess maybe that's going to be the drama. Maybe TJ's going to be all like, oh, yeah, I got my grandpa. This is great. My family always gets bigger. This is all super wonderful. Oh, by the way, I'm actually Sean's kid because um, my mom is a big big fat cheater and a liar <laughs> she's a, ch- a lying cheater um so I, I'm, I'm actually this guy's kid and then yeah. and then and then he's gonna lose his grandpa he's gonna lose his grandpa but papa ashford don't be don't be concerned don't be concerned but over here in the wings just a short little while from now you will find out that you have a wonderful wonderful young beautiful articulate smart don't take no crap from nobody granddaughter Ooh, maybe that's where the story's gonna go i don't know you know now that i think about it marshall and marshall and trina might have similar energies about them i mean marshall is a little more on the dark side but uh mm-hmm. the evil side the bad side 
But, um, hmm, I didn't really think about that. Little, little little Marshall inside a inside a Trina. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, we didn't because that's going to have to come to light sooner or later. That that's going to have yes. to be in the next um you know in the next few. I would say uh, I would say by uh by the convention. Mm. By the convention, we will know that Trina is really Trina Ashford. Well, I mean, she's always still going to be a Robinson, but yes. Yes. And you know what, Matthew? Yes. You know that convention is only three months away now. I know. I know. I wonder who the cast list is actually going to be. And I don't think it's going to be. And I don't think it's going to be um, postponed again. I don't think it's going to be postponed again either now that we're all, we're getting into the uh, the little world of show your vax card when you walk in, please. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Waba Grill of all places the other day and was going to eat indoors. And they're like, okay, I need to see your Vax card. And I'm like, oh, I'm not usually somebody that's like, no, but this seems a little extreme to me. But all right, I'll show you my card. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. No restaurant has, I have not heard of a restaurant in this area doing that. Well, I live in a different half of the state than you. Yes, you do. My, my half of the state is more, more sick than yours. Yeah. Yes. Except you guys got the, got the Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. San Francisco. Yep. Good luck. Um. Well, I when I went to go see Steve in Bradford. Yeah. They did want to see my CDC card that day, and they actually took the time to compare the name to the license. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about that. How are you going to make sure the entire audience is vaccinated, but not the performer? Well, I think if I recall that day, you had to have proof of a COVID test if you didn't have a vaccination. All right, I'll take that. I'll take Within that. A few hours. I'll take that. And you know, I'm, tr- I'm not even. I'm not even trying to sit here and defend the people that don't want vaccinations. But you, you can't. You can't be like, oh, well, you're the you're the talent, so of course it's going to be okay. But the audience, though, the audience must. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent across the board, or not at all. That's it how I feel about sense. it. And it, another reason why it doesn't make sense is uh, the front row was less than six feet away from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not social distancing. They, now, now, um, uh, they. I saw an ad because Stone Cold the Jackal is not going anywhere, folks. Um, nope. <laughs> I did see that they that a part of their advertisement was um, live stage show, uh, comedy, fun, music, and socially distanced photo opportunities oh they're gonna put that back but they call them the socially distanced photo ops so what are we going to be on the opposite sides of a table or i i I would imagine so um kind of like the how they're doing santa pictures where santa's kind of standing in the back of the kids i haven't seen that oh yeah yeah i i have um it's not a lap but it's like definitely six feet away and then like over the kid's shoulder you can see santa sitting in this chair um and then the kids are just I didn't know about that. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, I have. Well, that's interesting. Um, so, I mean, I imagine something similar to that, but I think that it's interesting that they're making the socially distant photo opportunity um, a part of their advertising, knowing the controversy that exists around one of the performances right now that well, they're I trying to sell. Not. Come to this thing and he's not going to get around you. Yeah. Um, I, 
I did notice in the last week a huge uptick on um, advertising for the two of them. They really need people to come to these shows now. It's it's their main source of income at the moment. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Steve mm-hmm. seems to be doing a little coaching. A little, little life coaching. A little life coaching? Mm-hmm. I mean... You, kind of what he's, that's so kind it's, of what it's he's really saying. interesting because you can take this and you can paint this person as a complete villain if you want to. And it's very easy to because... He is leaving a show that he's been on forever. People are used to seeing him. They feel an emotional attachment to the character and the actor. It makes them feel like they're a part of his life and he's left their life. And so people feel bad about that. They feel a loss, a sense of loss over it. And I get that. I, I, I'm, I, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of wrestling or you're a fan of soaps, you're a fan of, of something that has had the same face on it. Uh, Law & Order SVU has been on for over 20 years. If Mariska Hargitay were to ever leave that show, people would feel betrayed a little bit. Because they're used to seeing this face play this character every single week, or in our case, almost every single day. Right. So there is a sense of loss. So it's very easy to villainize the entire person. To be like, how dare he choose not taking a vaccination over being on my television set for me? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that he's a villain. I don't think that he's no. a bad person. I think that he's a, that, that he's a genuinely caring person. Um, who just is still a little mature because he never had to grow up. Um, what happens when you get a bunch of money when you're young? You never have to grow up. And Steve Burton's always had a little bit of money. As an adult, he has. As an adult, uh, well, as a young adult, you know, 19 years old and on. He's, he's had television work since he was in like 19 years old. He has. And even if, you know, you might not be making as much as the Friends cast, you know, $2 million an episode or anything like that. But if you're on television from 19 years old to 50 years old, you have been well taken care of. Yeah. Probably a multimillionaire if, you know, maybe not tens of millions. <laughs> but he probably got but- six. I don't know. I would think he got. I would think he got more money than me. I would, I would definitely say that he has more money than both of us combined. Um, <laughs> and I am loaded now. Like I am. So, I'm not. I am so so not. As a matter of fact, if you want to just Venmo me some money as just appreciation for me doing this podcast for almost two years, I would. I would take it. Um, <laughs> hey, we're almost getting on two years. Four months away. Two years. I know, right? I know. I have to come up with a party. We'll have to to do a dance party. I don't know. Something. Anyway, this podcast is going on forever. It's been an hour and ten minutes. You got more to talk about? Is there anything that we just totally, totally flaked about? I don't think so. We, I mean, uh, talked about the quarter mains. Yes, um, Ned and Olivia uh, smooched, and seems like they're gonna they're gonna uh, uh, come back together as a unit. Um, It seems like it. Yeah. uh, Valentine's very hurt. Valentine, oh my goodness, and his whole uh, oh my gosh, and him saying, kind of saying goodbye to Bailey. That was yes. just heart wrenching. Yes, um, this is what I hope. This yeah. is what I hope. I hope Maxie. I don't want to see Maxie and Valentine together. I don't make a match at all to me. Um, but I, why not let him still be a father figure to Bailey? Oh, He's been a wonderful father to her. They have made when this it all comes clear. out. They have made it clear that Valentine is never going to not love this baby, this child, right. this person. Um, that that they, they they 
I think Anna had said it or Valentine had said one of them two said it to Chase in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you allowed me to fall in love. You encouraged me to fall in love with this girl. And I'm going to have to say goodbye, but I'm never going to stop. You can't expect me to just stop loving her. Right. So, yeah. Um, we might get to a point where little, where little Bailey, which I imagine is going to keep the name Bailey. I you really think so? I, I think so. You don't think she's going to wind up just being Louise? I mean, God, this kid's going to be a year old soon. In soap opera world, this kid's going to be a year by the time by the time Maxie gets. Yeah. Even even if the storyline's only been eight months, it'll have been a year. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, they kept Wiley. Mm-hmm. That's the only name the kid has ever known. We're just going to keep it as Wiley. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, by now that kid start, has to start looking at when somebody says Bailey, right? You Yes. Yes. Babies don't take that long to recognize their name. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it, would, it would be hard. Like if, if, if I was, I remember when I was a little kid, I wanted to change my name to Max. And you guys are like, no. You know, so changing your name when you're a kid is hard. Huh? Well, yeah, it was it was it was a it was in response to my brother not wanting to go by um by the nickname by by his by his little kid's name. Oh, well then, okay. Well, he made an brother... announcement at the at the at the dinner table saying, "I no longer want to be referred to as this. I would like to be referred to as this." Yes. Yes. And then I remember yes. a couple of days later, I'm like, "I want to be called Max." <laughs> and you guys were like, "No, that's not the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you would have told us. Please do not call me Matt Matt. Uh-huh. Please do not call me Matty. Uh-huh. We would have absolutely yeah. never called you Matt Matt or Matty again. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. we did your brother. Yeah. You know, I will give it to my little my little nephew <laughs> who shares a name with my brother that I can still call him <laughs> that little kid name and he doesn't bat an eye or try to correct me or anything, but I know he expects other people to call him by his full name. He's Steven at school. Yeah. He's not Steve. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Uh, he has never, ever, ever said, don't call me that anymore. Ever. No, he's not told me that either. Well, that's good. He hasn't. He hasn't said that to anybody. But you know what? He's not knowing like it is. Maybe when he turns nine, he'll be, screw that Stevie nonsense. I am too <laughs> old for this. Stephen. I've been My made fun of at school. Now, now, since he's not <clears> using, <throat> using Stevie at school, then maybe, you know, maybe he won't get made fun of to the point where he feels like he needs to get his family to stop it. He's called Steven at school. Yeah. And your brother is not called Steve anymore at all either. He's also? He is Steven as well. Well, that's confusing. See, this is the problem, all right? That's the problem with having three of them suckers. <laughs> all right? At least I get a different name for all of them. I do. Yeah. I get a dad yes, of Steven and Stevie. Yep. Not everybody gets that. If you're outside the family, you actually have three Stevens. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> in any case that's enough personal talk and enough real names out there for people to search um <clears throat> uh anyway all is well um at least in my life and things are going to be okay in port charles as well everybody's going to get over this um it won't be long before somebody steps up and fills the vacuum that jason left behind uh it seems as though carly and Britt are fast approaching not being caddy to one another um carly really needs to get Ooh. over nina oh my god she needs to get over nina i'm starting to get well, mad at carly as soon as, as soon as she pulls her damn hair she will um 
I mean, it's tr- you're probably right because I mean, she can't even look across the room at her without going. <clears throat> exactly, and I was surprised with Carly of how um, <clears throat> how she uh, uh, is more welcoming to Brit and has has now almost it's almost like a sisterhood in a way. I mm-hmm. liked it. I liked it a lot. The dead, the dead Jason so, Wives Society. You know, quit being so damn mean to Brit for nothing. And it's, you know, I thought, oh my goodness, on the bridge, she's going to toss her over. But no, she did not. No. She actually. They had a heart to heart. They had a heart to heart. I love that scene, actually. And have to tell you, Laura Wright killed it last week. Oh my gosh, she was good. She lost the love of her life. She was so good in it. And I love the little montage. Yeah, the little montage. That they did. There was I also, love the Jason Carly montage. There was a bit. There was a moment where um, it was, I don't know. She was talking to somebody and she was like, I, she referred to, she, gosh, I'm trying, I'm sorry. I'm trying to put it all together. She was like, uh, um, I lost the most, one of the most important people to me. Like there was like this little vocal misstep that Carly mm-hmm. had used. I think it was a conversation with, with Sonny about Jason mm-hmm. being dead and, and just being like, I've lost the most, one of the most important people to me where she mm-hmm. was going to say, I lost the most important person in my life to her husband mm-hmm. <laughs> and caught herself. Mm-hmm. 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 And I still say this past week, a performance by Maurice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome too. And it was reaffirmed that the Mike and Sonny, the personalities are meshing. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. Definitely so. You could you, really see it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you could see how he um, put up a face when Carly was around. Mm-hmm. They got off the elevator <clears throat> and saw Nina and I'm Sonny. But as soon as Carly went on her walk, he went, eh, so the baby's okay then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So I can still trust you, Nina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cool stuff happening. Lots of really good setup and a lot of really good payoff as well. Um, the next couple of weeks of GH are going to be great. Um, I look forward to it. Um, it's Christmas time is also going to be wonderful. And hopefully Bailey will be home. I don't know what's going to happen with that because, you know, uh, lots of people are finding out. And Austin's about to find out in some way, I'm sure. Because um, he already so knows something. He knows something's up to a degree. And now Peter's in town. And he's going to be able to put everything together. Um mm-hmm. So we're we're gonna have to see mm-hmm. how all of that goes. I'm looking forward to seeing. I wouldn't it be viewer. surprised if that blood draw was a DNA test. A DNA test. Yeah. So I don't know. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out together. You know, stay we away from spoilers. Stay it. stay away from dirt sheets. Stay away from the rumor mill. Try to be surprised as best you can. Um, give me some sort of like something to make my eyes not so puffy. Uh, in the mornings that would be great. Um, just send it to me, audience. Not you, Ma. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody. I ju- I'm just noticing this now. And it really has everything to do with how the light from my window is, fi- if, is hitting my face. I'm, sure. It's really not as severe as it's looking in this camera right now. Matt, you're funny. <laughs> but I need some eye cream. All right. I'm going to go into the, the, the um, elevator and, and head out to CVS. Um, so... <laughs> We could just go to the pharmacy right here in the hospital. I'm oh, sure I'm not going to pay those hospital rates. Off. That's ridiculous. Oh, okay. um, right. You're right. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm in the elevator, but come on in. Uh, I'm I'm headed to my car so I can I can hit up my local drugstore and get some sort of eye cream. I've been Matt.
<laughs> and I've been Kat. And catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. 10th floor. Oh, my.